Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight June Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along. Second part of uh, we're looking at the chart from the nineteenth um, of November, nineteen seventy-eight, and we only got as far as the chart rundown last time, but that's fine. You know, we can look at some of the stuff in the chart today. You've got a you've got a cat update first, though, haven't you? Yeah, Bobby the cat, um, who is now about six months old, has been allowed out the back for the first time. Yay, this, freedom. Cat, this cat is a very different personality to Nelson, who was like a kind of a weird neurotic. This cat's full of himself, right? Yeah. He thinks he's the bollocks. And, he, um, and he's been trying to get out the back door for ages. Like every time I come out across, obviously I'm in and out of the house across the Vita Modular. And every time I do it, I have to do that thing where you kind of almost slip your body through the smallest gap possible in the door <laughs> and then slam yeah. it real quick. Because if not, the cat will be out. And yeah. I've, I've documented on the podcast before many undignified spectacles where I've been out, sometimes in my dressing gown and pyjamas, slipping around in the back garden whilst the kids laugh at me through the window, trying to <laughs> recapture the cat. But um, last week he had the last of his jabs. He's had his bollocks off. He's had his microchip, right? And mm. so now the vet's like, the time has come. He is allowed out the back, right? Freedom. And so we sort of gave him a little time out the back yesterday, but with us there supervising. This morning I was coming out here to do the podcast and he wanted out. And he was just like, I was like, all right, then fine. It suddenly occurs to me, I don't have to do the slip through the door double quick. I could just say, fine, mate, you want to go out? Go for your life. So he's out now and I'm watching him here from the Vita Modular. And he's currently at the door of the Vita Modular, actually, like looking in. Bring him in. He cannot... (laughs) He couldn't understand it. He he kind of wanted the game. He was used to... He was institutionalised, like a prisoner who escapes but then goes back because, like, he (laughs) re-offends immediately because he's not used to it, uh, the arbitrary nature of Civvy Street. And that's a little bit like Bobby now because he's got out. He's looked at me like, aren't you going to chase me like usual? I'm like, no, mate. You're a big cat now. Go do big cat stuff. And the first thing he did was he just went over to a spot where he usually tried to evade me, which was behind the bikes in the corner of the garden, right. peering out <laughs> through the spokes, right? And he just stayed there for ages. And I'm looking at him chase. like, go on, mate. The world's your oyster now. You think you're a big <laughs> fucking cat? Well, let's see. You're out in the big wide world. You ain't got me to protect you no more. 
He's absolutely so shitting he, himself. So he the door then, look, looking for you to go after him. Yeah, and now, well, he's he's disappeared now, but a moment ago, yeah, he just eventually came out from behind the bike, came over all sheepish to the door of the Vita Modular <laughs> and put his little paw up like, please come and chase me. Are we, are we not doing the capture thing yeah. today? I don't want to just play on my own. <laughs> So oh, I don't know where he's gone now. I mean, I, what I've prepared the kids for, because they won't know this, because they were, I mean, Len wasn't even born when we first got Nelson. And Coco was, you know, when Nelson was a kitten, Coco was not yet sentient. My daughter wasn't <laughs> sentient. And so... um wasn't cat sentient. No, she wasn't cat sentient yet. So they won't remember. And actually, Nelson didn't do much of this. But I said, look, sure as eggs is eggs. This cat will disappear on us for a long yeah. period and we will shit mm. ourselves and assume we've lost him forever. And he'll come that back. That is what cats do. <laughs> yeah. I said, I've had it yeah. happen to me with every fucking cat I've ever owned, right? And every time it happens, the experience teaches me nothing. Every time mm. I shit it and think that's it, the cat is dead or has been catnapped, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, or it's just moved to another country. Sometimes you think that, don't you? You think they've yeah. just decided, fuck this. I can see the way the economy's going. I can see the toxic atmosphere that is brewing in the post-Brexit hellscape in the context of the cultural wars, etc. And that's me. I'm gone for a new life in Canada. Well, there was this excellent cat around the corner from my ex-wife's house called Peter. I don't know if I've talked about him before. No, this is the name for a cat. And he, he he belonged to, I mean, cats, you know, cats decide who they belong to. Yeah. But he temporarily belonged to my daughter's um, friend's auntie. Mm. So we had kind of updates on Peter's comings and goings. Yeah. And Peter had just turned up one day, didn't yeah. know where from, decided, I'm living here now. Yeah. All right. Get used to it. Put the cat along, like, cons. Yeah, he'll fight. <laughs> If I, we'll call you Peter. Put your cat. <laughs> put the kettle on. I'm knackered. I'm going to pop up my paws on this stool. <laughs> yeah. I'm Peter. Nice to meet you. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it round here. Nice looking house you've got. I'll uh, be I taking I'll the back here. bedroom because it's. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've I've sculpted them all out, and I believe that is the quietest. And I do like quiet. <laughs> and he was he was really really friendly. If you if you were like walking up the street or anything, and he was there, he'd come over and have a bit of a chat with you. Mm. All the time. Um, but there was one time he was scratching at my ex's front door. He was trying to get in the house because the other cats, her cats were in there. And he wanted to come in and hang out with their cats. You know what I mean? Sometimes he'd yeah. go in the back garden. He'd hang around with the yeah, cats. Yeah, a little bit of... Very so, gregarious. He's a social catting. He disappeared one day uh, for a couple of days. And then the, the daughter whose house he lived in was walking up to school up the road. And so I'm sitting in the living room window of this house, this random house. Yeah, up the street. Classic. Hello, I'm here now. I'm living here for a bit. This place. Oh no, it's me other home. Might be my permanent home. Haven't decided. Might come back. Might not. And they knocked on the door and said, "You've got our cat." And they went, "No, it's our cat. Yeah. No, he's our cat." Yeah. And the police had to be called in the end really? to retrieve Peter and take him back to his original well, house on the how corner. How was it resolved? I mean, how do you how do you prove it's your cat and not well, the other had, people's they, they cat? They had him for like a year or so and they had like vet records and all that right, kind of thing. Okay. And, and, right. and he'd just kind of been popping into this other house. I, I am just, wondering you know, how the police... Taking advantage. How the police... Uh, I think, um, I think how the police been, would come to a verdict yeah, on that. Like whether I think it, he was... 
I think he was chipped and all that sort right, of thing. There, yeah, was, yeah. there was concrete evidence anyway. So yeah. Peter had to go back to his, his, his first home and he's like, oh, fucking hell, all right, fair enough. Mm. Uh, but then, I think it was two years ago, there was uh, some horrific winds um, and trees blown over and all sorts, you know, really bad hurricane levels. The sort of thing that Jimmy Graves would get upset about yeah. on TV. Um, and Peter disappeared, didn't come back, and we oh. just think he just he just got blown off course. Yeah, blown away. Found somewhere else to live. He might, with any luck, he'd have been blown to a different country. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. there in the northeast, it's not that far across to Scandinavia. This is it, yeah. So, He's in Norway or Denmark or something. Yeah. He'll have got caught up in a tornado and just taken off to a new to location. To be honest, it is a much better life for a cat in Denmark than it is in England. Oh, yeah. It'll be living a much better quality of life. There's all sorts of... for uh, everybody. There's a lot of public services for cats in in yeah. Denmark, you know. Lots of grants for, th- for projects and things, don't they? Yeah, them? and education. Yeah. Like, a cat could, like... A cat might want to broaden its horizons and retrain as a web designer, right? Yeah. The, the Danish government, it's very easy for you to apply and get a loan um, as a cat out and there. there's no... There's no tuition fees for cats either, is there? It's not, higher no. education. No, it'll be, the, the loan covers your living expenses while you're there because it's mainly yeah. campus-based. And obviously, if you don't get a job that, that pays well enough, you'd have to pay it back. So no, they write it off. They the think it's worth it. a lot it. higher. Yeah. yeah, they think uh, overall it's worth it. It's, it. it's value to the taxpayer because where do you, you know uh, one of the most successful countries for web design Denmark yeah. no coincidence Bye, cats. Jo- join the dots cunts <laughs> as the Danish Prime Minister said recently in a speech to the, uh, <laughs> to, the to the other countries <laughs> yeah. we've been training cats as web designers for free for years in our country <laughs> and uh, is our economy is our web design economy thriving yes it is yeah. join the dots cunts next question next question <laughs> So, Peter, I don't know where he is there. I'm certain that he'll be just, you know, living his best life somewhere else, probably somewhere else in Sunderland. Mm. Uh, but the the worst thing about it is he's almost certainly not called Peter anymore, which I think is an excellent name for a cat. Right. But, you know, you can't control these things, can you? Um, um, I think that uh, my mum's been through a similar situation with one of her former cats. She found out that another family... Uh, not a family, but um, a group of students who were living in in the <laughs> road behind my mum's road. Right. Like, their back garden backs onto my mum's house, if you see what I mean. And yeah. the cat has, like, gone over the wall, had a look around, thought, this is nicer. I might have a little go here. But it was very much living a double life, like a bigamist, basically. Mm. It was a bigamist. Mm, that's um, what they do. Yeah. And, uh, and my mum found out, and my mum was fuming about it. And I said, mum... That's just the life of a cat owner. You've got to just accept it. You That's what it is. She wasn't angry with the cat. She was angry with the other family. I said, well, they don't fucking know. Well, well if a cat comes out, into your house and starts meowing, meow, meow, where's cats? Where's cats? A lovely tasty fish, maybe? Right. <laughs> That's what they do, don't they? And you're going to go, well, this is a lovely cat. I'm going to see if I've got a fish anywhere. I might have a fish in the freezer. I'll defrost yeah. it for the cunt. You're not going to go, yeah. fuck off. You're not our property. Yeah. And therefore, maybe, to- I bet Tories do that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, of course, yeah. The yeah. Tories, I mean, if you think about it, right, if you're, if you're a Tory, your whole vibe is 
I why should I contribute to help other people that are not my direct responsibility, right? Yeah, of course. That's they and they see, you know, like I don't they don't though they don't join the dots. They want to spend some time in Denmark. They don't join the dots between the welfare of others and the welfare ultimately of themselves in a nicer, kinder, more productive community. Yeah. And so presumably, and if you're a Tory, get in touch and let us know. If a cat comes to your door <laughs> and it's not your cat, it's wearing a collar, right? You know the cat is probably someone else's, right? Or maybe it's not wearing a collar, so you can't be sure. You know, like like perhaps an immigrant who's come in a small boat and there's no papers yeah. and you're not sure whether it's a, a whether the immigrant is a legitimate, legitimate refugee legitimate, or not. Yeah. But either way, they're clearly hungry and they're looking for snacks. Um, now, if, if you're a nice person, you're like, yeah, come in, I'll give you a snack, fuck it. Right, I don't need a starving cat meowing around out round dying. I'll feed you, and and also I have love in my heart. If you're a Tory, presumably you just tell the cat to do one. Yeah, but, you just oi, say what's off. your contribution? You're, you're not my yeah. responsibility. Well, I've got my yeah. own cats. I'm not fucking feeding you. You're someone they else's. They have their own cats. They they well, love dogs. Oh yeah, I've got my dogs. Yeah, my thoroughbreds, like probably. Yeah. yeah. I need to. I need to. I need to feed William and Kate, my dogs. <laughs> I was walking along yeah, right. by the. Um, I was walking along on Saturday with my son, and two posh people walked past me. They had dogs, probably were Labradors, and what, and the woman was muttering something. As they got closer, I could just hear the man. They were Tories, you could tell because they were wearing Tory clothes, and yeah. one of them went. And the man was going, yes, yes, I understand. Yes, no, I know I know exactly who you mean, right? And as they walked, but, but he was sort of looking down. And as they walked past, I heard her say, a rampant anti-royalist, quite pointedly. And it might be all the drugs I took when I was younger, but I became convinced they were talking about me. <laughs> I looked round over Sounds my like shoulder. It. A rampant anti-royalist. And I was thinking, how would they know that I'm a rampant anti-royalist? Anyway, I'm not rampant. I'm just like, <laughs> I like the Queen. I like King Charles. I'm not rampant anti-royalist. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to storm the palace gates. I just think in an ideal like society where we believed in equality, we wouldn't have a, an unelected monarch head of state, would we? And give them all the money. It makes no sense. That's not rampant. That's common sense, isn't it? Well, it's rampant as far as we're concerned. Good day to you, young man. What about tradition? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, well, agree to differ. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, they're probably, you're probably a local celebrity now. You're on the, the one of the lower rungs of the ladder, below Lineker, Brandreth, Le Bon, Rice. Oh, oh, update on local celebrity goings Excellent. on. We will get round to the, the subject of the podcast eventually. Well, first Stick of all, around. I think I am on the lower rung because my book was in the window of Barnes Bookshop, stood up, and it said, signed by local author. But Even then, with a swear word on it? Yes, which I was really honoured by. That was for about the first four weeks. Now time's passed, so the buzz has declined a little bit, although yeah. I would urge anyone listening who hasn't yet bought a copy of the book to buy a copy of the book. And you can buy it from anywhere, Amazon, Waterstones, whatever, but get it from Barnes Bookshop because then I go and sign and inscribe it. And they've, yeah. now, they've still got it inside on the table, you know, the display table, and they've got it yeah. propped up, right? 
and it's propped up and it still says signed by author on the cover. So I think that's quite good. But next to it, propped up, yeah, you guessed it, your friend of mine, fucking Brandreth's book about, you know, his book that he's promoting at the same time as mine, competing for yeah. real estate in the local bookshop. You know what it's about? It's about the fucking Queen. And I'm like, uh, fuck off, yeah. Brandreth. You turn that round well, a bit there quickly, you go, haven't then. you? There you are. You've just joined the fucking dots, as the Danish Prime Minister would say. They've been in that bookshop. They've looked at Brandreth's book about the royals. They've had a little pipe at yours as well. With the swear word on it. This is horrible. It it opens with him being thrown out of something called a darts competition. Darts festival (laughs) of some kind. (laughs) I think he's misspelled drugs by the looks of it. (laughs) A drugs festival. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Anyway, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this. On Thursday, I will be doing a um, uh, an event at the Media Hub. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Um, now I don't think there's any places left on on the on the like door, but there. I I think I might be live streaming it on Insta if I can work out how. And as you'll know, oh, Andy, that's sure. a massive if, right? Yeah, I'll be being I'll be being interviewed <laughs> by my good friend Simon London, who is a production. Oh, this is Simon Le Bon there. No, oh. no, no. Unfortunately, not. Anyway. All of this is irrelevant. I'm just talking about my media hub thing. But when I went to Barnes Bookshop, I said, listen, I'll be doing an event at the old media hub. Do you mind sending someone across the street, because it's only opposite, to sell, flog some books? Well, I reckon we can shift some more books. And they mm. said, well, we'll try our best. But um, we actually have a couple of other. Um, it's re- It never rains, but it pours. But we've got a couple of other quite major events on in, in that mm. 24 hours, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me guess. Brandruff, is it? Brandruff. Right. They say no, actually. Right. Now, I'll tell you, let me just see. One of them is an actor, and I can't remember his name. It's Julian, something like, he's, an, he's, a, he's a sort of a Shakespearean actor, and he's written a memoir. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Julian Bello or something. N- nice guy. Right. Mm. But anyway, the important thing is I said, oh, yeah, so that's the same day. OK, so you need some staff for him. He's doing a reading and a signing in Fair the bookshop. Yeah. Fine. I've had my moment. I don't want to. He, he sounds like like a good guy and his book sounds great. Uh, what's the other one? And she said, I can't tell you it's the next day, but we're having to do quite a lot of preparation for it. Right. My mind's fucking buzzing. Has Le Bon finally Secrets. done a book? Right. Yeah. Is Lineker knocking something out? Who could it be? You are not going to believe this. You're not going to a socialist pamphlet. Mate, you are not going to believe this. And uh, I I can see you're sitting down, right? This is at my local bookshop. And I'll tell you in advance that I intend to be in attendance at this event. Okay, yeah. The person signing copies of her new novel is one, Princess Sarah Fergie Ferguson. Whoa! (laughs) Yes, mate. Huge. Huge. 
huge. Yeah. And it's a novel. It's not another Budgie the Helicopter. So uh, I'll just double check what it is called. Sarah Ferguson book. Uh, books by Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> Sarah Ferguson is just fucking... Oh, yeah. Do you know what the book's called, mate? What's it called? It must be the paperback, because it says here that it was published in 2022. <clears throat> a Most Intriguing Lady. Oh, that's Ooh. the name of the book. It's got a picture of a princess on the front of it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be there. Is... It's a small bookshop, and I've got a strong feeling that I will be able to meet her. I don't want to get too You've excited. Got a connection. Yeah. My, you as you know, I do, I do my course on fridays so that yeah. that is friday mornings and i'm obviously i won't i i can't afford any more time off the course i've nearly finished it and i'm not sure if my tutor who's quite formidable let's say will accept me going mm. now nah, listen i can't make it this week uh no it's a good reason fergie is doing a book side in a local bookshop and i reckon i've got a chance of some FaceTime with her <laughs> permission granted (laughs) say no more (laughs) mate sorry what's it what's it called a very intriguing very intriguing look out no um, not very mate that's how you or I would call it but she's posh so she's called it a most intriguing lady most intriguing lady because posh people never say very when they could say most you see oh right I hadn't realised that. Now listen, What's mate, in there? the cat wants to get in the in back into the main compound. So bear with me one sec. He's looking oh, right, really sad enough. and scared. I'm just going to let him in. Hold on. Yeah. No problem. I'll just uh, fill in while Sam. I'm just watching him now going out of the Vita Modular and uh, across the garden towards the uh, the rear of the Delaney um, main area, the compound. And uh, I can hear him just chattering to the cat there on a quick word update on what the cat has been doing. Bobby, of course. Sam is now re-entering the Vita Modular. You might have heard the door click close there. And he's now putting his headphones back on. And there he's back with us. I've just filled in there by commentating on what was going on. Did you see me? Um, he, he, I just saw you go out of the door. He was waiting by the back with door. Him, with him? Yeah, I was, because this yeah. is classic catting behaviour. He was waiting by the back door, really sad, sort of scratching at the door for ages. So I thought, I'd better go and let him in. <laughs> what happened when I went over and opened the door? He ran away. No way. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thrill of the chase. I caught him anyway and put him in, because then I've put got a bit in, of peace yeah, of mind. your fucking shenanigans. Yeah. Good. So, Sarah um, Ferguson, um, yeah. I, I hope to be able to report back on that, perhaps on Friday's episode, if everything goes according to plan. That's brilliant. I mean, she is a most intriguing lady because, of course, she uh, continues to live with her ex-husband, who is the the non-master general of the royal family. She lives with him? No way. Really? Yeah, they live together again, don't they? I didn't know that. Yeah, they got back together. As, I, I don't know if they're officially a couple or anything. So they're not having it off? They're just sort of... Well, who knows? Who knows what goes on? How many secrets there are? It's not our business, is it? Well, it is, because we pay for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say that considering we pay for oh. their for their Johnnies, oh. we pay for your Whoa. Johnnies. That's what I'd say. I'd say, hey, listen, what's going oh. on with you and Prince Andrew? Because we pay for the Johnnies at the end of the day. We've got a right to know. They they do. They reside together at the, the Royal Lodge. I've just put in to Google Sarah Ferguson and Andrew, 
and the top result mm. is a story from Hello Magazine's website, uh, which appeared 19 hours ago. Mm. I'll give you the headline. Tell me, give Mark it out of 10 if you want to, Sam. Sarah Ferguson hints the home she shares with ex-Prince Andrew is haunted by the Queen. <laughs> we'll do a whole episode on this. That's a <laughs> 10. This story. That's a 10. And, I, and again, imagine if I get to see her on Friday... Then oh, that's something I could try and engage her with. A, a brilliant conversation. Wouldn't yeah, it? What's all this? about it. Hello. Do you think it's all right for me to call her sweetheart? She's quite of the old school. She might be all right with that sort of banter, mightn't she? I or do think, you think what we should do is, is more appropriate. This story, we will look at it in depth on our live video stream that we're going to do. Tonight, yeah. Tonight. Uh, by the time this goes out, we'll have done it. Mm. You'll have missed it, but if you're turbo, you can watch, catch up, watch again. And we'll have discussed this story. Provide. Yeah, and we'll have discussed it. So look out for that. If you're, if you're not turbo, become turbo. And then you'll get you know, you kind of that. you get this kind of extra content. Of course you will. So yeah, we'll we'll park that as they say until um, the live video stream. We'll do it in vision. <laughs> we should have a quick look at something on this chart, I guess, before we finish. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's a cracking chart. Usually we don't talk about chart and talk about other things such as Cats and Fergie when the chart's shit and we can't be bothered. But actually, 1978 is always... When the blob chooses in the 1978 chart, you know there's going to be good content, You know right? there's going to be some good stuff. I mean, looking at number one. The number one single was the second seven-inch single that I ever owned is that as right? a child. Um, first one embarrassing was Leo Sear when I need you oh. when I need, need you. you it's a good song I hold though. out my hands and I touch you. you and all that I had a choice between that and David Soul's LP and mm. I opted for the seven inch single which is idiotic because there's ten songs on an LP no I know but when you're a kid you think ah ten songs I won't have time for that I've got other shit to be doing like playing outdoors I one song will yeah. do me well, that's that what, that's genuinely what I thought. I didn't think yeah, yeah. that I would want... Been. When I was a kid, I didn't want albums. I wanted singles because I thought, I, who's going to sit and listen to an old album? Fuck that. Yeah, a lot of songs that I don't know. Yeah. That haven't been singles. They can't be any good if they weren't singles. Exactly, yeah. Otherwise, they would have been singles. Mm. So, yeah, I opened the Leo set and the second one, which I still remember to this day, I got bought for me uh, in Newcastle by me gran. And... Um, Oh, I've just realised this will have been about three months after my granddad died. Oh. I must have took her out to Newcastle for a nice day out to lift their spirits. And she, but come on, I you guess. can take me out and buy me a record. <laughs> That'll cheer you up. So, so she bought this. She bought Rat Trap by the Boomtown Rats, which was number one at the time. Um, and I loved it. It's a long song as well, it's like nearly five minutes long. And um, of course, there's that memorable Top of the Pops clip where it got to number one and it knocked John Travolta and Olivia Neutron Ooh, bomb yeah. off the top of the charts after something like nine weeks of... Mm. Um, summer loving, was it? Summer nights? No, you're the one that I want. Oh, yeah. And um, Bob Geldof tore up a picture of Travolta and uh, Neutron bomb. Unnecessary. In a kind of big punk gesture. Pathetic, in say, my opinion. Their time is over. It's oh, like when come Sinead on. Come and of course, Sinead O'Connor aped this by 
tearing up a picture of the Pope, didn't she? Yeah, that's a bit offensive. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where she got the idea, though. I think Bob Geldof ripping up the picture he, of... Uh, he was probably on the blower to us, saying, if you want to get a bit more, if you want to get yourself back in the papers, do yourself a favour and rip up a picture of someone. Someone she, sacred. She's like, like who? He went, I don't know, John Travolta, someone like that. And she's gone, gotcha, leave it with <laughs> yeah. me. And then he's watching, thinking, oh, this will be interesting. Then she's walked onto stage and he's suddenly seen a producer picture of the Pope. And he's gone, no, that's not what I fucking mentioned. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's just thought, she's thought, who's the 1990s version of Travolta? It's the Pope. It's got to be the Pope. Rip the picture up. Um... And, uh, of course, you, you've seen the clip of them doing it on top of the pops where Geldof plays the candelabra like a saxophone. No, I'm was, not, not, not familiar with any of this. Um, oh, yeah. Of this clip. I'll you, look you obviously it haven't watched enough uh, top of the pops compilation episodes on a Friday night on BBC Four. No, I don't think I have. slowly sipping on continental strength lagers. No. <laughs> I have. It hasn't been a wasted life. It's all coming home <laughs> to roost now. <laughs> so yeah, so because there was a candelabra on on the the piano of uh, the pianist, of course, whose name was Johnny Fingers. Great uh, he played this candelabra, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and it said that he'd been forbidden to play the saxophone on the video for the song by the Musicians Union, who were incredibly powerful back then. Wow! Um, so he couldn't play it because he hadn't played it on the record, so therefore he wasn't allowed to be seen to be playing it. In the video, all okay. on top of the pops. Yeah. So I think that's the fair. I'm with the union on that one. Yeah, and he um, he put his put his mouth to it and and played with it. Um, it says the impact came home when during the next few British gigs, kids pulled out candelabras from nowhere and began playing them during the sax solo in mm. Rat Trap. That sounds very implausible. Kids, kids are sourcing candelabras and taking them to Boomtown Rats gigs. Yeah, kids can't. I'm get sorry, rid of- Bob. You've made that up. It's no wonder Paula left you for Michael Hutchins. <laughs> You're a fraud, Michael. Remember that. I can't believe, like, after everything that you know, Bob Geldof's done, ripping up the picture of John Travolta, then doing Live Aid, then swearing on Live Aid, and at other times, all these different wonderful things that he's done. The thing yeah. that you'll most remember him for is his Metropolitan Elite Flotella on the Thames. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You're a fraud, Michael. Do you remember? That's what he was shouting at Michael uh, F- uh, Farage. Michael Farage? Sorry, not Michael Farage. What's he <laughs> Nigel's brother. No, oh, that was it. He's going, you're a fraud, Nigel. On his we pre- were in the office of... He had of a loud resting. We were in the office of the currently resting news thing show yeah. when that was happening. Yeah, yeah, and we did it. Yeah, I was that, in that, that day. was it. There was a, like they really, they really set back the Remain campaign because what Brexiters were trying to do was make out that the only <laughs> people who were Remainers were fancy pants, sort of London trendy elitists, yeah. right? And everyone else in the country was really pro Brexit. That was the idea. And uh, it was a narrative that obviously wasn't based in any truth as the as the final result displayed. But, you know, it's the narrative they went for and it was quite a smart idea in a way, but it wasn't getting traction. 
until Nigel Farage sailed up the fucking River Thames going on about fisheries, right? And they should have yeah. just let him do that because it was a weird, daft thing to do and no one would have paid much attention. Fucking Geldof turned yeah. up on a party sex boat surrounded <clears throat> by people, by fucking, what would you call it, gadflies who look like they'd come straight from a Soho members club pissed on champagne, no doubt high on the funny powders, from what I could tell, don't know that for a fact. And Geldof's at the fucking front shouting through a loud hater, you're a fraud, Nigel! And it fucking was on every paper, and it played totally into the narrative that Nigel Farage and the rest of the Brexiters were trying to fucking convey. Because that right there became the image of Remainers. So, well done, Bob Geldof, for saving all them Africans in the 80s, right? But... we can't take that away from you, but I'm sorry, I will never forgive you for your silly, tarty flotella attack on Nigel Farage. Anyway, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll return to this chart next week. <laughs> Maybe we have some more cat updates, but uh, all good things come to an end. Uh, thanks for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.